Hi, and welcome to the Fearlessly Girl podcast, dedicated to creating a kinder girl world. I'm your host, Kate Whitfield, speaker, author, girls empowerment expert, and the founder of Fearlessly Girl. Join me, our incredible facilitators, and inspiring guest experts each week as we share our best tips and strategies to help you make an impact and income building your dream girls empowerment business or side hustle, offer impactful programming in your schools and communities, and inspire an entire generation of girls to be kinder to themselves and each other. Tune in as we create a kinder girl world together. Hello, hello, my fearless family. Welcome back to the podcast. If you're new here, welcome. If you have been around for a little bit, welcome back. Either way, I appreciate you so much and I am so excited you're here. And before we get into the episode today, all about how I turned my passion of empowering girls into my dream business, I just want to thank everybody so much for the support um, after I announced the pivot of Fearlessly Girl and how I'm moving away from the one-to-one work with girls, like going into schools and presenting personally to now empowering women and organizations to be doing this work and kind of passing that torch. And so the response has been so overwhelming and I do truly deeply appreciate that support so, so much um, from our community as a whole and from all the facilitators and sharing about the brand new certification program that is just so incredible. It's one of the things that I'm most proud of in my entire career is this certification program. I've poured my heart and soul into it and I um, am re-recording everything. The first module came out last Monday. We have module two coming out this Monday, so it's not too late. It's never too late to get in on this and get access to the whole new program and all the bonuses and all the new trainings and all the new goodies. So anyway, I'm just very, very excited about all of it. And what I wanted to do today was jump on and share my journey of how I turned what I was passionate about, empowering girls, and went all in and turned it into my dream business that is still existing over a decade later, and it has impacted over 100,000 girls like personally, directly. We have worked with huge brands like HBO, Dove, Evian, the USTA, the WTA, worked with um, amazing women like Lindsey Vaughn and Amy Purdy and Madison Keys, been featured in Forbes, Vogue, New York Times. I mean, the journey of this being something that I was just so passionate about when I was in high school to now something that has gone on to impact so many people and really give me the life and business of my dreams as well. It's such a win-win. And that's my favorite thing about business is being in it for the win-win-win. Like whenever I team up with a brand, a partner, anything like that, I'm always all about the win-win-win. I want first and foremost for the girls to win. I want my partners to win. I want to win. I want all of us to win together. And so this episode really is going to be speaking to the woman that was in that position of just having that dream, wanting to do something, wanting to make an impact, wanting to make a living doing this work or doing this as a side hustle or however you want to share it with the world, but just having that calling and having that desire. So I want to share with you um, five different 
tips, I guess, things that I did to take this from just an idea to it growing into what it has ultimately become. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. All right, so the first thing I did when I recognized that this passion was like, it was something, you know, it wasn't just a whim or an idea. It was something that I couldn't stop thinking about. It was like such a calling. I really felt like this was what I was meant to do specifically at that point in my life. And so, and keep in mind at that point, I was still in high school I was really shy. Like I was a really shy kid. I did not want to talk in class. I did not want to speak up. Uh, it was it was definitely a giant step out of my comfort zone to think like, okay, how am I going to do this? And so I remember like mulling it over and trying to find other girls organizations that I could bring into my school so I didn't have to be the one to do it. <laughs> And when I exhausted all of that, um, I did really realize at that point, like, okay, like this, this is it. And my dad was so supportive of that um, conversation and really did encourage me to kind of figure it out. So the first thing I did was just deciding to go all in, not knowing how I was going to do it, not knowing how I was going to figure it out, but just making that decision. And what was so powerful about making that decision for me was that it kind of was taking that leap and trusting myself to figure it out because I didn't honestly know what it was going to look like. I didn't know how I was going to do it, but I just decided to give it a shot. And I was so young and I figured like, what the hell, (laughs) why not give it a try? And that was a really consequential decision for me because once I made that decision and that was kind of the hardest part initially was just deciding to do that. Like there's a lot of power around certainty. There's a lot of power around like making a decision and planting your flag and claiming it to the world that this is what you're going to do. And doing that and kind of speaking it into existence from that point forward really did help me see it as something that was viable. Like it, it became a real thing to me instead of just this idea So the first thing was really that decision of like, okay, I don't know how I'm going to do this. I don't know what it's going to look like, but I do know that I can't ignore this passion to do this work, to empower girls, to go into schools, to help girls deal with the things that I was dealing with and all the girls around me were dealing with. I just felt like there had to be a better way and I couldn't find anybody who was addressing it at that time in a way that I felt was really that really kind of spoke to me, that spoke to girls my age. So that was it. Step one was deciding to do it, see what would happen. And um, and I just want to say before I go on, a lot of these are more kind of like mindset type things. I can and will do another podcast on more of the strategy, like the, the actual concrete actions I took. But so much of it for me initially was just the mindset, the, you know, belief in myself, building my confidence, all of that. And I know a lot of the women I work with and a lot of our facilitators are also, in, at least initially, kind of struggling with that. And so this episode, I want to focus on more of the mindset and my thought process around starting it. And I will absolutely do another episode on uh, on more of the strategy, if that's something you're interested in. So just send me a DM on Instagram at fearlessly girl or an email. Let me know you're interested and I will 
get that podcast out for sure because there are definitely a lot of tactical steps that I took that really did help me. And I mean, of course, doing it over again, there are things I would do differently. And I have actually recorded a couple of podcasts on that. So if you're interested in those, go back a few, um, I think a few months now and you'll be able to find them. So anyway, the second thing I did was I realized really quickly that I needed to focus on just one thing. (laughs) If you've listened to this podcast at all before, you know that, and I've, I've shared a lot about how I have this tendency to want to do everything all at once. And I know a lot of you can relate with that. I know a lot of our facilitators can relate on that. And a lot of my work with them and coaching with them is, is around like this exact point of choosing one thing and becoming known for that one thing, becoming so good at what that one thing, having people talk about that and spread the word and that's your thing. And then you can branch out from there. And it's so much easier, first of all, to get out there and to really kind of get a footing in the industry if you focus on one thing. So for me, that one thing was creating the absolute best half day girls empowerment assembly program on the market. Like I wanted to create something that was so powerful, so impactful, so good that schools were begging me to book. And I have to be honest with you here, (laughs) it did not happen overnight. There were some really rough days of piloting this program and times where I knew the schools weren't happy with it. I know the girls didn't connect with it. I didn't feel good. Like I was really trying to build something from scratch, like something that truly didn't exist before. And it was messy and it took a long time and it was expensive because I was just like investing so much of my money into traveling to these schools to just like have a chance to pilot it, have a chance to be in front of girls and have a chance to get their feedback. And it was a a real journey. But the point of that is I was so committed to being known for that one thing of being able to be able to say, I have the best program for girls empowerment, for anti-bullying, for kindness, for self-esteem. And it was so empowering to go on that journey and create that and build that. And now it's so beautiful to see our facilitators taking that program that is so phenomenal and having their own success with it, like being able to go into schools in their communities or their state or provinces and run this thing is just the coolest thing for me to see because initially that is what launched Fearlessly Girl. That's what put us on the map. That's what put me as a girls empowerment expert on the map. And it's a program that is just so near and dear to my heart. And so whatever that is for you, maybe it is your own version of a school assembly program you want to get known for. Maybe it's mother-daughter events, tween tween girl and her mom events. Maybe it's a workshop series in your community. Maybe it's a virtual girls group. Maybe it's a kick-ass membership site that you want to create online where girls drop in every week or month. And I mean, there's just so many avenues with this work that the possibilities really do seem endless. So my advice to you, if you're, if you're in that same position that I was in, that I know so many of our facilitators are in, which is wanting to do everything all at once, 
what ask yourself what is the one thing that just lights you up the most like what is the one thing if you could only do one program the rest of your life what would it be so for me it was the half day school assembly program the fearlessly girl summit i know for some of our facilitators it's girls conferences for others it's um, workshop series in their communities that sell out every week every month that they host them it's being known as like like a a top youth speaker. I mean, there's just so many things. So, so ask yourself what lights you up and commit for one year to go all in on that one thing and get really, really, really good at it to get known for that one thing, to pitch yourself as that one thing. (laughs) And then the time will come when you've built an audience that like you and know you and trust you and you have social proof, you have testimonials, you have pictures of your events, you have connections and networks and people are referring people to you. That is the point that you can then think about branching out and offering more services. But until you're at that point, you're, you're going to go, you're going to get to where you want to be so much quicker if you simplify it, it's really not about adding so many things on top of, you know, your, your core offering. It's having that core offering that you pour your heart and soul into. And then maybe it takes six months, maybe it takes a year and a half, maybe who knows how long it really will take. It depends on a lot of factors for me with the summit, because it was so new and it was such a new concept. And because I was so young (laughs) and you know, I, I didn't have any fancy degree that made it make sense. I graduated high school early so I could get started doing this. Um, it did take three years. It took about three years to get the program to a point that was that I knew it was really, really good and it was getting really good results. And that is when things started to take off. But I, I invested that period of time to, to do that. And there are so many more opportunities now and schools are so much more familiar with this kind of work and parents are so excited to sign their kids up for it. So the learning curve I doubt would be as long as it was for me. And that's also why I created the certification because I wanted to shorten that learning curve for people. Cause I had so many women coming up to me, so passionate about wanting to do this work and I was just having to tell them like, well, you got to start from zero. Like you got to build it up. You got to build a name and build a brand. And like, it was so overwhelming. And so the certification now just cuts that in, not even in half, it cuts it into like a quarter of the time that you have to invest because the programming is there. The programming is good. The name recognition is there. And that was a big driver for me because the, uh, the girls need this work so much now they need it now more than ever. And I want to make it as easy as possible for women who have that passion and that calling like I did to be able to hit the ground running this kind of work. And so if that is you and you are so excited about doing this, you want to do everything at once, whether you go through the certification program or not, my advice will always be to simplify it, pick one thing, maybe two, you could maybe convince me two, but (laughs) I really would recommend starting with one and getting really, really good at it and then expanding from there. The third thing I did was I did the inner work and I faced my fears. 
And I have to tell you, there is nothing like starting something new, whether it's a new program, a business, a charity, an event, a side hustle, a podcast, whatever it is, starting something new has such a powerful way of shining a light on all your insecurities that you really do try to keep hidden. And I know for me, my lack of confidence and I didn't have confidence in my voice, I didn't have confidence talking to people, I really did not have confidence talking in front of like a group of people. Once I was in my small group, I was like good and outgoing and fun and funny and I loved it. But talking in front of a bigger group, like just even my class of people, it really threw me for a loop. Like I hated it and I dreaded it and I never wanted to be called on in class. And so starting something like this and realizing like, okay, well, you want to, you want to spread this message. You want to impact girls. You you're going to have to talk in front of people. You're going to have to like pick up the call, the phone and call somebody. You're going like all the things I hated to do. And so I realized really early on that I was just going to have to lean into it. There was no other option for me. So I looked at it as an opportunity to face my fears, to step out of my comfort zone, to do the work and to become the version of me that was required to do this work. And it definitely didn't happen all at once. I mean, like nothing really does, you know, the, the journey of becoming that next level version of myself, it was one step at a time. And I work with so many women in my coaching business talking about that. You don't have to go from zero to a hundred. You don't have to be that highest self totally evolved version of you for like as a next step that's way too overwhelming that's unrealistic and for me it's it's about taking that next step of leaning into the discomfort of using the obstacles as an opportunity and and just being mindful of like who is that version of you that's able to do that so if you're sitting in your car right now or wherever you're listening to this podcast and you're thinking like, oh my gosh, like I, to go from where I am now to the end result, the end goal of running my own conferences across the country, it's just, it's too big, it's too much. That's not what you need to do. You need to take that next step. You need to ask yourself, who is this next level version of me? And start to embody that version of you now. So I had to start seeing myself as a speaker before anyone ever paid me to be a speaker. Because when I was kind of like all apologetic and like, excuse me, I uh, don't mean to bother you, but uh, you know, like that vibe, that energy, I look back and I have so much love and compassion for that version of me, but it wasn't until I started shifting my identity and seeing myself first and foremost as a speaker, as a girls empowerment expert, that others started to see me in that way as well. And I didn't go from, from that stage to then doing, you know, running the, the giant summit we did with Dove that was live streamed to almost 18,000 people. Like that just was not a possibility to go from zero to a hundred in a short amount of time. Like that truly did take years of me investing in myself, of facing my fears, of showing up, even though I was scared, making mistakes and figuring it out. It was just a constant evolution of becoming that next level. And so for you, if you're in that position, don't think you have to go from where you are now to running something massive and huge that you know is going to require a whole new version of you. Just ask yourself, what is that next step? What is that next level? What are those fears that right now I need to deal with? Because as you grow 
there's going to be more that come up. It's like whack-a-mole with all these fears and limiting beliefs and insecurities. And so lean into that because what an opportunity, like what an opportunity for you to grow, what an opportunity for you to lead by example for the girls that you are working with. And just take it one step at a time. And I promise you one step at a time is how I built Fearlessly Girl. It's how you will also build whatever it is that is on your heart to build. Um, Okay, so number four, I started before I was ready. Let me tell you, ready, feeling ready is just, it's not a thing. Like it's just not a thing. And I realized that early on and I knew if I waited until I felt this like magical idea of ready (laughs) um, or until the program was perfect or until the website was done or until I had this huge audience on social media, I would be, I'd still be waiting. Like I would still be waiting. And so starting before I was ready and figuring it out as I went and just putting myself out there and realizing that done was better than perfect really allowed me to grow and learn and figure things out and solve problems and pivot as needed and begin to really trust myself as an entrepreneur because I knew that next level version of me was a successful entrepreneur. And doing all of those things allowed me to like really feel that and embody that and become that. And I'm a big believer that action creates opportunities. So before I knew it, just by going out there, hustling, reaching out, facing my fears, taking every opportunity that came my way, those opportunities started to add up. And I started getting more confident and I started showing up in a different way and presenting myself in a different way and connecting in a different way. And that really is what fueled the the evolution of Fearlessly Girl. It was me. It was me evolving and me growing and recognizing that I don't, I will probably never feel ready to do anything. I didn't feel ready to do this podcast. I didn't feel ready to host the massive events that I that I hosted with Fearlessly Girl and all our brand partners. I never felt ready. I was always freaked out. <laughs> but I trusted myself and I knew that I would figure it out and I knew that I would be a better version of myself on the other side of it. And so if you're in a position right now where you have this idea, this passion, you're ready to go, you wanna launch it, but you're like, oh, I just don't feel ready. You will never, you will never feel ready. And if that's the thing you're waiting for, then I'm sorry to say that it it just won't come about because that feeling is not a thing. There's never a perfect time. Your website's never going to be perfect enough. You're never going to have a big enough audience. You just have to get started going, doing it. And I talked to a lot of my clients about this, how there's magic in beginnings, There really is magic in beginnings. And so many of the women that I work with, and and I can relate to this as well, it's like you don't really want to be seen starting at zero. You You compare yourself to the people that have been doing it five years or 10 years, and they have a following, and they can show up online, and they seem so confident in their work. And But I encourage all of them, and I encourage myself to embrace the beginning, to share the journey, because first of all, that's something that's so inspiring. When you can show up and be like, listen, I'm... I'm doing this. This is is my passion. I don't know how I'm going to figure it out. I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm putting myself out there. I'm showing up every day. I'm leaning into the uncomfortableness. I am 
making this happen one way or another like that's so inspiring for people and for you to realize it's like that's a beautiful part of the journey the beginning and and to not realize and to realize you don't have to have it all figured out it doesn't have to be perfect nobody's expecting perfect it's okay if the website isn't exactly how you want it to be or the graphics aren't you know as mind-blowing as you envision like just get started figure it out as you go and improve as you go. And I think that truly is the only way to get started doing anything is to start before you're ready and just see what happens. <laughs> um, all right. So the fifth thing that I did was I started where I was at with what I had. And so keep in mind at this point in my life, I was so young I had no fancy degree. I had no previous business experience. I had no social media at all, like nothing, <laughs> which seems so funny now um, because now that's such a huge part of building a business and reaching more people, but it just wasn't a thing when I got started. And I had nothing that would really make this make sense to other people, like nothing to prove like why me, why I should do this. But I realized none of that was going to just fall out of thin air. Like I had to go out and create my own opportunities and use what I had available to me. And what I had available to me was a burning passion. I was creative. I had the, un the, uh, the ability to learn as I went. I had a really deep trust in myself and I was willing to learn. I was willing to make mistakes. I was willing to ask for help. And I was willing to say yes to every opportunity that came my way. And so I reached out to my very small network, you know, as a high school student. Um, and even after I graduated, I reached out to my old high school and basically begged them just to have me come in and speak to, to a group, <laughs> which was a disaster, but I did it. <laughs> and it was, again, just like starting in my local community reaching out to the schools that I had some familiarity with. I went online and I Googled like conferences and events. And so I, I pitched everybody. I, I wrote to everybody. I, I offered to come and do it for free, which, you know, I don't always recommend because I do think there is value in this work. But at the time I was just so desperate to get that experience. And this is something that I talked to all our facilitators about is is using your network of people using the the people that are colleagues friends your kids friends parents you know there there we, we often have a wider network than we give ourselves credit for and it's incredible what happens when you share your dream with somebody when you put it out to the world and you ask for help or you ask for a connection it's incredible how people show up and how many people will help you so if you think you need something fancy, you don't. You just need to start with where you are. Start with what you're good at. Start with what you know and outsource the rest of it. If you're not great at graphic design, there's so many incredible people on Upwork or Fiverr that can create you a month worth a month's worth of Instagram posts, for example. Like there's there's ways to work smarter, not harder, and to use what is available to you and not wait for the right time, not, not to wait till you're ready or till you have this thing or the other thing or whatever it is that you think that you might need. It's just start with where exactly where you are at with exactly what you have and you will be amazed if you get a little bit scrappy and a little bit creative what you're able to accomplish. 
So that's it. Those were the five things when I sat down to really think about what I did in the beginning to kind of take this passion, this idea, and, and take some steps to actually make it happen. And as you can see, a lot of it was mindset, um, how I saw myself, and just taking action, like just doing something every single day. And of course, it didn't happen overnight. Nothing does. It was a journey I had to evolve, I had to change, I had to grow, I had to learn. And as I invested in myself and and continued to take those risks and put myself out there and say yes to opportunities, it grew into something that I'm just so incredibly proud of. And I can also say truly like so proud of myself because the person I am now is so different in so many ways. And I credit Fearlessly Girl as being like this incredible teacher for me because it was this playground to put myself out there and and grow in a way that at the time seemed really scary, but it was really just one day at a time, one step at a time, one challenge, obstacle, all those things. And it just then grew into something really, really great. So for you, if, if you are in that place that I was at and you have this idea you have this passion, you have this excitement. It's just taking that next step, whatever it is, whatever that, whatever the most, whatever step makes the most sense to you right now, take that one step, invest in something, a coach, a program that can help you get there. Start the podcast, create the Instagram page, start making videos on TikTok. I mean, there, there is a next step available to you. And I always believe if you want it bad enough, you, like, you just got to take that step. And once you do, and you get that ball rolling, the universe meets you. The universe absolutely meets you halfway. And so you have an opportunity to co-create something great. And if it is on your heart to do, I, I know that feeling. And so, and I know how important it is. I know how vital it is that, empowered women empower girls and share their story with with young women everywhere girls need it so badly right now and i'm here to help you and support you in whatever way i can so slide on into my dms tell me your big juicy crazy dream vision i love that nothing inspires me more actually and if there's any way that i can help you and support you please reach out and let me know. And at the same time, let me know if you want a podcast on the more like strategic steps that I took, the action-based steps that I took to go from this just being a passion to you know what it has grown into today. And stay tuned for... And before we wrap up, I just want to let you know I have a masterclass coming out in the next few weeks. It is so good. <laughs> it's so good. It's all about becoming a sought after girls empowerment leader. The tips in it, the action steps, the motivation. I'm so, so, so excited to share this with the world because like I've said a thousand times and I will keep saying the world needs more women sharing their magic with girls, empowering girls, creating a safe space for them, whatever that looks like. And so I'm determined to really make it my mission to help make that happen. And this masterclass is a vibe. It is beautiful. I'm so excited to share it with you. So I'm going to be announcing that on our email list. So if you haven't joined the email list, I will leave a link in the show notes. 
but you can also um yeah go to the website sign up for the newsletter you can follow along on instagram because i'll be sharing it there as well and you just you don't want to miss it i'm so excited to share that with you so anyway thank you so much for joining me i hope this uh, maybe inspired you a little bit just to take that next step to reach out to whatever it is that gets you closer to making your dreams a reality. I hope um, me sharing how I got there will also help you get there and stay tuned for an episode next week. We've got an interview with one of our incredible facilitators, so you don't want to miss that. And um, I will see you next week. Bye for now.